welcome to another edition of Bring It In The House. I'm your host, Millie Mills. Happy New Year. We are into 2022. Can you believe it, guys? We're so excited to be here. Keep in mind, this show, we spotlight musicians, entertainers, artists, and leaders. And of course, tonight, we have a great leader in the house, all the way from Connecticut on the East Coast. <laughs> Let's give it up for Dr. Natasha Right. Woohoo! Hey. <laughs> hey, you look gorgeous. I love your glasses. You're rocking those. Thank you so much. Thank you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Yes, we're just so excited to have you here. I had to take a minute and just pause just to be thankful for this brand new year. And you you are my very first guest for 2022. Awesome! I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for thank the invite. You. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. So now, Natasha, you are in a great business of helping women mentally, spiritually. How did all of this start for you, Natasha? Oh, goodness. So business-wise, formalizing the business uh, started in 2018, but I have been in the helping profession for generations, right? So my grandmother and my mom, we just come from a helping from the helping field. Um, it was always in us to give back, always in us to love our neighbors, always in us to help and serve our community. So it's almost naturally in an innate sense and responsibility to for collective wellness. So here I am, um, the business side. So I opened my private practice in 2018. Um, and here we are 2022, and we're still pushing and healing and serving the people. I serve in so many different capacities, but um, private practice, the therapy practice is one of the main ways, but I serve in so many other ways outside of that. Wow. That is so good to hear. I love to hear intelligent, smart, beautiful women, women of color doing great things. Now you had an event last night, the vision board. I, I remember seeing that on your page. So, um, that was a great successful event vision board. It's, it was last night. 8.30. Okay. So tell us a little bit about the vision board. When you say vision board, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people may not be familiar what that means. Right. So a vision board is really a pictorial collage. It's a collage of pictures. It could be affirmations, things that you want to see in, in the future. There is a strong connection between writing down your goals or visualizing your goals on a daily basis. So what we do is um, there's thought work that goes in previously, um, previous before we uh, actually create the board. So it's, what do I want out of a year? It can be done at any any time. Most people really do them at the start of a year, but a vision board can be done anytime um, that you just feel that you need some motivation and some goals. So the thought work behind it is what do I want 2022 to look like? Um, I generally do a vision board every two years because it takes me that long um, to really complete and get my mind right. So I don't do one every year. It's every other year. And this just so happened to be the year um, to be the year that I do one. And I this time I just put out a call and invited people to join me um, to cast a vision to really create an online community where people could come together, get a vibe. It was DJ, laughs, thoughts, support, just really creating this love to say, listen, let's go out and tackle 2022 instead of just drifting through another year. Let's be intentional. Um, yes. let's, let's 
find goals. Let's create ways. And in that, I provided some coaching around maybe structuring goals and what things what they want things to look like. So it was an amazing, amazing time. I've been doing Mm -hmm. vision boards at least the last 20 years. And Mm -hmm. I can tell you that every time I set out and I'm intentional, the years that I do them, I tell you everything on them comes to pass. Everything. And I I put them in a place where I can see them daily. It's like my roadmap. So I created, uh, like I said, I created one last night. And it is my roadmap for 2022 and 2023. Um, so every other year, like I say, I do them. Um, and I'm telling you, it's really powerful, the intention that's set behind it and the energy that mm-hmm. goes through it. Every morning when I wake up, I have a why presented in front of me. I have a goal. And I know that when I want to drift, when life wants to take me in a different direction, Uh, My vision board is there to anchor me and bring me back and to remind me that, sis, we got stuff to do. So um, I remain focused. Yes. And that's probably where, you know, sometimes that's where a lot of us might miss the mark because we don't stay in tune with our vision board. Absolutely. So the vision board is a creative activity, right? So I tell people all the time. Five-year-olds, seven-year-olds can do a vision board, right? Because it's creative. It's taking pictures, putting them onto, um, put them onto some cardboard, or there's you can make them digital, online, whatever your preference is. Um, but it's the intentionality that we set behind it, because without the intention and the actual thought work that goes into it, the ref- being reflective and being really true to ourselves to say. Where am I right now? Is this a place where I want to stay the next year, the next six months? There's no time limit on vision boards. I do mine every other year. People can do them every three months, every six months, every year. It's up to you. But whatever goal you set out, what, where am I? Where do I want to be? And what do I need to do to get me there? And it's that intention behind it that brings it just from a creative piece, a collage, a cute, you know, some cute words and some pictures and affirmation. And to wake up and say, I'm going to dream really big and I'm going to go after what I want. And I'm going to be intentional. I'm going to have discipline to do the things that I want to do, to do something greater this year with the time that I have. That is amazing. I mean, I, I mean, you just got me motivated. Just just this little while I've been talking to you. That is so good. That's really good information because. When you first said it, when you said you don't do one every year, you do one every other year. I was like, ding, 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 ding. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, because a lot of people I know, like myself, I probably would say, well, I need to hurry up and do this now. And I need to do one every week or something like that. <laughs> because see, I, so I'm a planner at heart. So everything. So yes, I have my vision board. That's my roadmap, right? For the next mm-hmm. two years. But then I take that roadmap and I break it down into smaller, actionable items. Like first quarter, mm-hmm. so quarter one goals. What do I want to do? that is going to align with my vision board, but what am I going to do the first 90 days of the year? And how I start my first 90 days of the year really builds on how the rest of my year falls. So I'm going to start strong. And in the middle, I'm going to assess. If I fall off and tend to drift, my vision board anchor me and bring it back up. But not only does my vision board anchor me and kind of bring me back, I also have a community of women that hold me accountable to to do what I said I'm going to do. Oh, that is so wonderful. <laughs> so it's like, 
Sis, you, what you doing over there? We said we gonna do this. And so once again, it's anchoring me and tying, tying me to what I said I'm going to do. Success does not happen in isolation. Rather, it happens in community. And we need a community of people that's going to be accountable, that we're gonna be accountable to, and they can be accountable to us to make sure that we achieve our goals. Amen. I love that. For those of you just tuning in, this is Dr. Natasha Wright, LCSW. Tell us what LCSW means. So it, licensed clinical social worker. So those are the my credentials uh, to do therapy. <laughs> yes. I'm so proud of you. I mean, on a, okay, on a day-to-day -day average, I mean, do you have like a, a set number of clients that you see or how does that work? So I carry a caseload. I'm in private practice, which means I work for myself, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm, in, I, and I'm independent. Um, mm -hmm. And so day-to-day, -day, I really, I see clients um, through the counseling practice Tuesday through Friday. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't have a set number. It kind of fluctuates. Um, I, some days I can see five, so other days I can see eight. Um, it, it all depends. I don't have a set number, but I do carry an independent caseload. Um, my caseload uh, primarily, it's 99.9% .9 women of color. I have two men, uh, so I won't get 100%, but it's, it's women of color. I built my practice solely for women of color. I hear you. I hear you. I was looking at your website and this, these are some of the things I pulled up. And I really like this here about the self-care. It's not just for Sundays. Right. I like that. And, you, and there you go. There it is about make the, the vision board. That's one of the things that we need to do. That's right up there close to the front. And then cook your favorite meal. I like that one. Try affirmation. And that's what you just meant. Be intentional. Mm -hmm. Light your favorite candle. Right. Read deeply. Exercise or yoga. Talk. I mean, well, no, we did that. Cook your favorite meal. Okay. Write a journal. Mm -hmm. Write. What is that? Five things you love. Mm -hmm. Watch the sunrise. Go for a long walk and sleep. That's one of the best ones. We need Absolutely. to get sleep. Absolutely. What people think uh, when when we say self care is uh, going taking these long elaborate vacations and going to the spa. And that's what people think self care is. And while that is a part of self care, yeah. it's not realistic um, for yeah. everyone to do that. But self care mm -hmm. can be little moments throughout the day that carry mm -hmm. you. Self care yes. can be going to bed on time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It's like self-care can be attending to your doctor's appointments, making yes. you make your doctor's appointments. Mm -hmm. um, it's eating the right food. Yes, it can be um, relaxing and exercising and reading. But he's, it's self-care is getting up really and brushing your teeth, washing your face and doing your hair. It's mm -hmm. these things that take care of your body, whether it's your mind, your body or your soul. Those small things day to day. And then if we have if we can afford to or have the time. You can squeeze in and go to the spa and go on elaborate vacations. Great. Mm -hmm. But let's not forget day to day how to take care day of ourselves. Day to day. Day to day. Take care. Mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. really sustains us. Yes. Yes. And I agree. Here's one of your quotes that I really like right here. You say, hey, y'all, encouraging others feels way better than criticizing them. And that kind of ties in with your uh, support ladies that you say hold you accountable. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm big on women. I'm big on 
anything women, I'm big on women empowerment. Um, we need each other more than we think we do. Society at times can pit us against one another, but we are stronger together. We are better together. And in coming together, it feels good to give someone else a compliment. You know, yes. it takes to criticize someone. Usually when we're criticizing someone, it's never necessarily about them. It's more so about how we feel about ourselves that we project onto other people. And you know and what, Doctor? People compliment other people. Right. But you know what I've run into here recently? Because I've always been told you're very complimentary. They mm -hmm. say, well, you compliment people a lot. And then some people think, uh, so what do you want? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Mm -hmm. You think you want something out of the deal, and I'm just simply just giving you a, a compliment. You look nice or whatever. I don't want anything from you, but that says a lot about society. That's kind of yes, like, right. That the first thing is if you get a compliment, what 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 do you need? What do you what, that? What do you want instead of just going around and say you look lovely, you're beautiful, this is nice, um, I like your hair, whatever it is. And that yes. could be the only compliment that that person may ever receive that or may receive that day. Yes. So yes. it's important. Yes, I try to listen. I try to love on women everywhere. I do too. That's a that's a great thing because we, we all need it. You know, we we all have our you know challenges that we Absolutely. face, and yes. Yeah. So it's really it's really like you said. You just drop a compliment. It doesn't cost us anything. Didn't cost a thing. <laughs> Here's another one of your powerful um, posts here on Facebook about boundaries. Mm -hmm. Boundaries are necessary. Boundaries are the healthiest way we can coexist with each other without betraying ourselves. That's real. Oh, that's rich. Yeah. That's real rich. <laughs> yeah. You can elaborate on that, doctor. Absolutely. Boundaries are essential. Mm -hmm. So in saying this, it's like, how can I exist with anyone, whether it's children, whether it's our spouses, um, work, uh, other family members, how can we live in a cohesive environment without me feeling as if I'm giving so much so I'm depleted? We have been yeah. known that we give so much until we just fall down tired. Somewhere along the line, we have betrayed ourselves. Yes. That we have to give to that point. So a boundary is the healthiest way that I can say I can do this or I can't do this um, and still both of us be happy. Because at the end of the day, if we keep overextending ourselves, we're, we're literally living in an area of self-betrayal and we lived in there so long that sometimes we don't even know. Yeah. So when we have to reel it on back in to say, this is healthy for me, and my yes is yes, my no is no. And when I say no, I'm taking me into consideration. Exactly. So with a boundary, I'm putting myself right in the middle of this situation to say, how am I going to feel if I do that? If I do one more task today, is it going to burn me out? Am I going to feel mm -hmm. Am I going to become bitter that I'm even doing it begrudgingly? That's how you know you enter self-betrayal. That yeah. your body, your mind, and your spirit is saying, but we can't. And yet you do. Yeah. And that's why that's probably why some of us, we get, like you say, bitter and angry. All this coming out because we we've, we've uh, overextended ourselves. Overextended. We're tired. We're tired. Yeah. We don't tell people we're tired. So yeah. we go, go, go. And we operate in this in the realm of self-betrayal. Yeah. Sort of mm -hmm. like just be true to thyself. 
Right. And and let our nobles know I can't do it today. Maybe I can do it this weekend when I feel a little better. And just say no. No is a full on complete sentence. Yes. Mm -hmm. And full those around us will adjust. They'll be they may be mad, but they'll get over it. They'll adjust. Yeah, that is but, so true. Right. They'll adjust, but you won't be beat down, fall down, tired. Yes. Self-betrayal. And we know when we enter self-betrayal. It's this sense that, oh, I really don't feel like doing this at all. And when we feel that, we have entered into self-betrayal. Yeah, I'm guilty. I'm guilty. <laughs> I, think I think at some point we all are. Yes. We're yes. all in there. And that's where we're like, I have to put a boundary in somewhere. How can I take care of myself and honor my word? And sometimes honoring your word or making sure that you're the best person that you can be comes with a no. Comes with a no. And a no without explanation, because we don't owe anybody an explanation to take care of ourselves. That is so true. That is so true. We got people chiming in here. Oh, Renee says hello from Renee Williams. That's my classmate. Thank you for watching. <laughs> Robert, Robert Claiborne. He says, very nice. Really love the vision board concept. <laughs> so, yeah, he likes that. And, and Renee made another comment. Some of us are taught that as they do not do these things these days so mm -hmm. people are chiming in if you guys have a question for dr natasha right absolutely hey, just drop that little comment in there i believe she'll come right with that i question. sure will <laughs> <laughs> i should do my best yes we know you will natasha now what school did you attend um when you were in college so which part uh, undergrad, mm -hmm. undergrad yeah undergrad undergrad. So undergrad, I went to the University of Bridgeport here in Connecticut. Okay. Perfect. And then my graduate degree came from Fordham University. Yay. Yes. Yay. Uh, New York. Good. Yes. A ram. Um, and then my PhD came from Walden University. Yes. I'm attending uh, Walden right now. Wonderful. I love Walden. Thank you so much. It is a great school. I, I love it. It is a it great is. school. So we're so proud of you. Did you pledge any um, sororities while you were in the undergrad? Or So I did. So am I in a sorority? Yes. Did I pledge an undergrad? No. So I um, I actually um, became a member of Sigma Gamma Rho and, um, and the graduate chapter. And the graduate so as an adult. Yes. So I was elected as an adult. So I am... Um, a part of Sigma Gamma Rho Sorority Incorporated. And this is our hundred, this is our centennial year. I'm super excited. We are turning oh, one on here. Yeah. <laughs> that's wonderful. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm sure you're going to be attending some of the festivities. At, as soon as this COVID get right. Yes, we are. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we that's true. Yeah. Um, in Indianapolis um, in July. So I'm hoping, um, things get this uh, pandemic and COVID gets a little better. So yes, we have festivities planned a whole year long and I do a plan to attend. All right. I'm sure they're going to want to hear um, all about what you've been doing and you'll be able to, um, <laughs> I don't know, knowing you, you might have a little something set up there for them. <laughs> you never know. We, just, we plan to just have a good time and yeah, celebrate. Time. Um, mm -hmm. 100 years of sister sisterhood scholarship and service so super excited about that yes yes of course we know you're an entrepreneur and everything we know that and i saw on your website about the transformation instigator 
Yeah. I saw that and I said, oh, dang, we got to talk about that. So can you just elaborate a little bit about how did you come up with the concept about the transformation instigator? Sure. So I think it's more of a personality for me, right? So it's the, when I encounter, that's really where it came from um, through the work that I do, whether it's um, through the counseling lens, through the private practice or some of the community initiatives that I work alongside of, wherever I am, I incite transformation. I just believe that where we are today, we don't have to stay. It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter if you're at the bottom, you're at the middle, if you're ascending, there's more to do, there's transformation. And so because I speak words of positivity and energize, and someone actually told me, she was like, transformation, you incite transformation. I was like, and, and there you go. So that's really where it came from. It was just having a, a personality of transforming old minds into new minds, old behaviors to new behaviors. And that's really where it came from. So this is the life, honestly, that I live at wherever I go. Um, I want to infuse people with and incite transformation. Like you can do better where you are. You don't have to stay. Um, what do you want to aim for? Like, what are we doing tomorrow? What's the next step? So yes. that's really part of the person, part of my personality. And it became, it just became a name. Mm -hmm. um, transformation instigator. That is so good. And, you know, sometimes, you know, it's just things, it's not simple, but sometimes it's just the things that we just miss. And I love how you just bring it all together and make it make so much sense. You know how the younger people say, make it make sense. Make it make sense. <laughs> make it make sense. And that's what I do. It's just like, make take the simple things, spread them out, you know, and because we can't apply what we don't understand. That's true. So if it goes over our head, we can't apply it. Transformation yeah. comes to application. And so I want to make it make sense so mm -hmm. that you can apply, transform, and live your best possible life, no matter what level you are on. That is so good. <laughs> you know how I stumbled across you? I was looking for information on grants and things because oh. I have a nonprofit. And, I was, and that's how I found you. And when I came to your website, instead of looking at where it says about the foundation information, yeah. I got carried away reading about your services. And I said, you know what? I got to get her on the show because, yeah, we, we need this. We, we all need to know about all yeah. the great work that you're doing. Yeah. And, and we all need these reminders that you, are, you have it in place. But you, it's, it's a professional way that you have put it and that's what makes it so beautiful so we just really appreciate you and all the great work that you're doing thank you we so need it mental health is so important absolutely i'm telling you if you change your mind you can change your life wow that's the truth if you <laughs> see you just freed somebody right there that was it and that's what I want to do. I want you. I want to help you change your mind. Because say it one more time. The way you, you said, change it. your mind, you can change your life. Everything starts in the mind. And if I can get you to free your mind and think differently, I can get your life turned in a different direction. Wow, that's good stuff. So if I want to book a session with you, doctor, so I can I could go to your website and book with you. So, so yeah, so let's, let me clarify just a tad bit. So part of booking a session is not a therapy session. 
So you do have to live in the state of Connecticut in order for the therapy sessions. Um, okay. But I do life coaching, mindset coaching, and that's what you can get on the website. So that's yes, what you get on the website. Okay. Absolutely. I got the information there. If you guys want to just reach out to Dr. Wright, there it is. Go to her website and you'll see how well and organized her website is. And it's very informative with all kind of information there. Just it, you might end up staying on there, you know, at least 30 minutes to an hour. Because <laughs> I, I know I did. I, I was like, wow. And then I that's when, I, you know, like I said, you got the foundation, the, what is it yeah. called? K Foundation. The K4 Foundation. K4. The K4 Foundation. The K4 Foundation really came from um, my mom and my sisters. Um, so um, the K4, Kingwood 4, um, it's my mom and three and three sisters. And all of us are business owners. And it was, so that's where the name came from. It was like a foundation in which we come, we come together and we want to help other women of color who are interested in entrepreneur activities. And so we know what it is to what it means and how hard it can be to get um, money to start up a venture or when you do start it up, how you trying to piece this thing together and to get yeah. this. So, so we've launched these um, micro grants to assist women of color and trying to um, branch out and do some entrepreneurial activities activities and there you go you can go to her website and see all the information is right there and and you know the i looked at the form to fill out your um for your grant and everything and it's not very complicated like some of the applications i've you know i've seen you know this very very lengthy you know yours isn't like that we try to make it easy to navigate remember you can't apply what you do, what you don't understand. So we don't need the fluff. I really want to hear the intention. I want to make sure that this is something that we can sow into to say, yes, we believe in you. Yes, because it's hard, especially since um, most households, most um, women are head of household. So you're trying to pull in pieces from different ways in order to get a business off the ground. And so I don't need all of this long rigmarole and rhetoric and difficulty to access funds. That's exactly right. Come on, bang it out and let us, see what, <laughs> let us see what you're doing. And um, let's see how we can support you. Yes. Well, you guys, you, you've heard it from the beautiful Dr. Natasha Wright. She, she just stopped by to speak with us tonight and tell us all about her business and what she has going on. She's got, uh, we got our links here, how you can follow her on social media. Okay, now this is um, Instagram, correct? That is correct. That's her Instagram handle. I am underscore Dr. Tasha W. Mm -hmm. And this is her other um also on Instagram, it's a transformation underscore instigator. Yes, you can follow her there. And don't forget about Facebook. She's right here on Facebook. There she is. Facebook.com forward slash Dr. Natasha Wright. Yes. So do you, and lastly, anybody want to send a shout out to families, husband, children, sorority sisters? To all, of, to all of Sigma Gamma Rho, but to the incomparable Iota Chi Sigma chapter. Um, they are my loves. To my children, I have two boys, um, Mondre and Courtney Jr. And of course, to my uh, to my fiance, Tony. Hi. <laughs> oh, so sweet. That's so wonderful. Anything else? Any announcements? Any events you got coming up that you want to let us know about? 
so in March, I will be launching a, a program for women of color who are either in the early stages um, of entrepreneur activities or those that have are, are just thinking about um, testing the waters. So I'm actually launching an incubator to where we can walk through the process of building the woman behind the brand so we can help you get clear. Oh, that's beautiful. That yeah. is beautiful. I'm sure your parents are so proud of you. You know, you come from a long line of, of servants and givers, and that is so essential today. We just bless you and we just thank you so much for, you know, just taking time out to, to come and speak with us. And we really do. I mean, your services are very, very much needed these days. And I thank God for you. Continue to do that great work. Yes, continue oh to do that great work. Wonderful. Yes. We thank you guys so much for tuning in to bring it in the house next week or the next time on the show. We'll be talking with a young man who has cerebral palsy and he's also a great leader in the community doing great things and hard worker. And his name is Arius Hurd. We'll be talking with him. We don't want you to miss out. And again, is there anything else, Natasha, before you get out of here? I have nothing. Okay, it looked like somebody uh, chimed in from like it's Russia, something overseas. So I'm not sure what that is, but we had to <laughs> we had to see what that's all about. But again, thank you so much, Dr. Natasha Wright, LCSW. You go, girl. You keep doing <laughs> what you're doing. Thank and we'll you see so you guys much. next time right here on Bring It in the House. Don't forget us. We'll see you next time. <laughs>